Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Be There in Five podcast. For episode 29 and a half, I'm calling it, um, I'm going to put up an episode from my Patreon page, which has a $1 a month paywall of my sister and I talking about vintage MTV, if you will, Laguna Beach and the Hills and all sorts of different topics before we um, shamelessly attend the very Cavallari cast viewing party. And, you know, as you will find out, this cast party did not include Kristen. Um, But we went anyway, because just like I would want somebody to take a chance on me as a fledgling business owner, I, I, I will take chances on fledgling reality stars. What if somebody, season one of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, said, you know what, that's Scott Disick. I don't think he's going to be someone who's laughing now. You know, the Lord striketh down. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm recording my, like, kind of how I built this business-esque podcast that I wanted for my 30th episode. And it's just taking me a long time. And I just don't know if and when I'll, like, post it. And I wanted you to have something for this week. And I don't know when I'll finish the other one. And also, this is, like, so lighthearted, breezy. There's, we we really, the, the, mo- the deepest thing we talk about is um, Jay Cutler's deer cams. So, you know, I thought this would be a fun thing to enjoy prior to the businessy podcast, especially if you only come here for the what I call delightfully unimportant topics I typically discuss. And you don't want to hear about the process of me accidentally starting a rug company and then being like, oh, okay, so now I own a rug company. So now I'm going to build a rug empire, but then be like, do I really want that? And then I quit my job and then I'm like, well, okay, I have to still make money, but like figure out what I want to do with my life. And like part of it's rugs, but like not every part of it's rugs. And I try a lot of things and I make a lot of mistakes and I have the metaphorical rug pulled out from under me and I'm a metaphorical doormat half the time. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, flooring adjacent metaphors I could tell right now that I will, you know, brush under the rug because we got to get to this podcast. It's a it's a real roller coaster, much like the ones I won't get to ride for my birthday because the same clown keeps booking out six flags on my birthday every year. And this year I will be stalking the geotag on Instagram of the six flags and I will find or befriend this person because if you can't beat him, join him. And I don't see why he can't let in, you know, four to six more people on my birthday every year. I, I'm going to get I'm going to age out of coasters. It's just not fair. Ugh, it's frustrating. Anyway. If you like what you hear, let me know. Um, Kelly is a delight. She's a natural. She is four years older than me. She is my sister. And she knows just as much, if not more, about pop culture than I do. Uh, So I hope you like it. And if you do, go to Patreon and hear more episodes with Kelly, uh, among other, you know, great things. Deeper sleuthing of blind items, Taylor and Carly's relationship reading my journal entries from that were bordering on prophetic in the months leading up to meeting my now husband. Patreon is where I pilot out things that I am truly embarrassed to put out to the general public, and they then tell me if I should do it or not. So uh, if you want to be part of Be There in Five's official focus group, please go to patreon.com slash be there in five. And be mindful that Patreon's not a place for sound quality or producing or anything. I just put it up raw. It's unedited. And um, it's kind of fun that way, even though this sounds a little funky. And without further ado, before the Kardashians tried to make the double K a thing, before there was Courtney with a K and Kim with a K and Chloe with a K and Kylie with a K and Kendall with a K, and their last name was Kardashian, there were two people that have been living this truth of alliteration for much longer, and they are Kelly and Kate Kennedy. Kennedy. 
Sorry, I'm recording a little late this week, but it is with good reason because I this is the official pregame show of the event of the season. And I have a very special guest here. I am reporting live from the very Cavalry viewing party pregame with none other than my correspondent, Kelly Kennedy. Hey, I'm glad you're here. I'm so excited to be here. I'm even more excited. (laughs) For the very Cavalry viewing party, though. It, um, it is the subpar reality TV show event of the season. For sure. Um, and I have a few questions for you as we get ready for this very important event. Because, you know, we did see on Instagram that they were coming to a bar that's walking distance from my house. And for a moment, we both thought, we're too old for this. We're, a fleeting moment. We have too much pride for this. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even want people to know we watch this. Yeah, Do we true. really want to be seen in public? At first, no. Right. And then upon even further looking into this, you know who won't be there? Who? Kristen Cavallari. <laughs> so the, the namesake of the show and her husband that is... A former Chicago bear. A former Chicago bear. Can't be bothered. They used to live here mm-hmm. in the city of Chicago, mm-hmm. in the Windy City. Oh, but and, no. They, God they, forbid. they are not able to come. No, I mean, God forbid the author, the New York Times bestselling, gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free, vaccine-free book, True Roots, God forbid she show up to her own event. Well, she's obviously pretty busy promoting that cookbook. Tugboat's outraged. Hey, buddy. Outrage. I'm going to tether him. So, Kelly, while I go get Mr. Boats, <laughs> yeah. can you tell the audience, um, when you were a young girl, did you think you'd be sitting here today about to go wait in line to watch a season finale of E's fourth highest rated show? <laughs> Completely. Um, actually, that is false. I, you know, I was a fan of Laguna Beach. We all were a huge fan. Huge fan of The Hills. I've been Team LC my entire life. Didn't even want to watch this show. But similar to all of the E! shows, you watch and you can't stop watching. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. You have to watch. I will say I've never in my entire life gone to a viewing party of an E! show or any show for that matter. The closest I've come is like a bachelorette viewing party with friends. Never to a bar though. So this is, I mean, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. And you know what's funny is I haven't either, and that really seems like something I would go it to. Does. But, you know, the great news is, is when you find a show that is watchable, but also doesn't have anybody remotely famous in it, right. you can go to viewing parties True. because there's no risk of security, <laughs> overcrowding, general attendance. True. Hey, 
And, you know, I think the fact that they're flying the entire cast, all but the namesake, out to Chicago for this viewing party, I'm going to say this now, it gives me a slight bit of hope that perhaps there will be a surprise appearance by none other than Mr. Chicago Bear, Jay Cutler, and of course, his wife, Kristen. Well, yeah, here's the thing. If that would ever, ever happen, I'd be thrilled to see Kristen because I... For, for somebody, for me, she's an icon. Right. Laguna Beach came on my junior year of high school. She was a junior. Like, we are the same age. Mm-hmm. I really understood her plight. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed her side bang. And I will forever be indebted that she gave me the word donezo. For sure. Because famously, her Isuzu <laughs> petered out. And she said, my car is donezo. <laughs> what voice am I doing that in? Um. Oh, it was like the Californians, but I always do oh, the yeah. Calif- the Christmas. I like feel like she, life. yeah, she did have a couple good ones. Oh, yeah, she. I mean, I think she's an icon, unlike Talon or oh, any of the. You yeah. think about that show; they were all, you know, they, they were all just supporting it best, and she's a star. And yeah. I think her show just got picked up for a second season because she is a star, e- even yes. though it's annoying at times, and the other people are annoying, and the plots are kind of contrived, and she won't show her kids, and she is an anti-vaxxer. I just cannot drill that home enough. Sure, that that is upsetting. Very upsetting. She um, she has an X factor that I can't explain, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to on the show tonight. Somebody really messes up, and she yes. gets really upset, and it yes. looks genuine. Yes. Whereas everything else up until those up until this point has felt a little. Kardashian yeah. hijinks. It's contrived. They know what's about to happen. I mean, I, I am just can't contain my excitement <laughs> to watch the season finale of Very Cavallari. Do you know, I just had a thought though. What? Do you remember when we were, I guess you would have been 18. I would have been 22. And we went to Laguna Beach on vacation. Yes. And we want to actually have pictures from that. I'll have to try and find those. We went around to all the Laguna Beach hotspots. We oh, went yeah. to the high school. We went, did we go to Cabo Fish Taco? We went, um, to, there was, someone worked at a jewelry store or a clothing store. I can tell you exactly where we went. Oh, we went great. to Laguna Beach High. We went to the Surf and Sand Hotel yep. where they had the black and white party. <laughs> we went to um, the surf shop where Steven worked. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the boutique where Morgan worked. Oh, Morgan, The LDS. It. Yes. Girl, she went to BYU right yes. after that. And she was like. Her and Christina were the two brunette friends that weren't, that were kind of like LC's supporting cast. Yeah. Never a star, but. Never stars. But also now we know that they weren't all natural friends. They were a casted mm. microcosm of the that, high school that like that put was a together. To find that out. But we met Morgan. We did. Which was really exciting it at was, the time. It, I think, was the highlight of, I mean, maybe our lives up to that point. Well, and I need to ask Dad this, who will be listening. Um, did he take chicken or like the egg? Did he, we, we, Kelly and I, Kelly was born in Orange County. I was born in La Jolla in San Diego. So we are like, like technically like California girls. My parents lived there for a long time. We moved when we were young to Virginia. So we have like, maybe we do have a little bit of an affinity for SoCal, even though I am a vampire to the sun. True. Um, so when this show came out, we were kind of like, oh my God, this could have been our life. Yes. And I think that was a little bit part of it, too. It was, because I'm, without a doubt, 100%, had we stayed in Southern California, we would have been stars of that show. Yeah, right. I really chose to believe that when I was living out my dream <laughs> right. of places such as Cabo Fish Taco right. and watching LC, although I guess that was more the hills. 
would drive in her, you know, black Beamer convertible yes. to the, was it Natasha Bedingfield song? That was unwritten. The Hills was unwritten. Yes, it and was unwritten. The hill, when the Hills came around, she had enough money for a BMW. Yes. Which she famously drove to the airport to go to school in San Francisco with yes. Steven while Maroon 5, She Will Be Loved, was playing. Beauty Queen of Only 18. I am humiliated. I mean, truly. <laughs> how do you have such random knowledge of one song that played for 30 seconds on a show 15 years ago? I really don't know. I really I don't know. know. But that's why through the Be There in Five podcast, it's allowed me to sink further into my truth of like, I really like this stuff. And meet other people that and, also and have also that, really the like same this stuff. fun facts. Because I, I don't expect other people to remember it, but if I could remember an off-kilter fact that somebody else is like, oh my God, yeah, then that, yes. that's what makes me excited to do this. Right. I hear you. Um, but yeah, to your point, they all had really, well, my understanding of the landscape, Lauren was really rich. Her dad was an architect. Mm-hmm. She drove a forerunner in high school, which mm-hmm. if you remember, a late 90s, early 2000s for Toyota forerunner was like was the everything. car. Like everybody wanted one. Yes. Everyone wanted to be seen in one. Yes. 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 Exactly. It is, and, which is funny because like I right. really like it, but for some reason it was the cool car. It was mm-hmm. the cool car in Virginia mm-hmm. too. Um, and Elsie drove that. And then Steven drove, I'm pretty sure, and I might be thinking of another show, but like a BMW from the 80s, it was like a sedan BMW from the 80s. And oh, Kristen drove an Isuzu Trooper. That was done, so. That's right. That I remember. Um, I cannot recall random facts as well as you can. However, it's interesting because I'm usually such a car person and you are not. I the fact that you can cars. remember that is really, <laughs> it really says something about the knowledge bank that you have. I'm impressed. Thank you. I, what if they do trivia tonight? I feel like they're you doing would a own- Q and A. They're doing Q and A. I don't even know what we're going to. They're doing Q and A with Q- the cast. Okay, yes, and I haven't told Kelly this until this point, and this is the worst <laughs> part. It's three parts. It's a viewing party. It's a Q and A for the cast, and it's also here's some of Gurney's original music. <laughs> Gurney's playing original. But music. I think that, but we're going late. We're gonna go for the show, and I don't want to talk to them. I just want to like look at them in person, gawk at how wow people really. People that are decent looking on TV in person are gorgeous. It's very right. hard to be pretty on TV. Right. Um, do you think Gurney is dating Shannon for the right reasons? Probably not. Right. She said they've been friends for years. I kind of wonder if they're faux dating because he needed like a natural spot right. on like the show. Right, like something for the show. But if we learned anything from Wes on Jillian Harris's season of The Bachelorette, is that a reality show is not going to launch your country music career. Um, it is <laughs> not. Wasn't him? Luke also a country music? Yes. And he like was. he was that yeah. would be a more modern example. <laughs> way to way to throw back to Wes from like um, eight years ago. He had like, I forget what he kept singing that same song. It was awful. But right, people think they just because they're on TV, they mm-hmm. get famous. Mm-hmm. And um, like you're famous for a hot minute. Yeah. But your, your star quickly fades. But then, you know, if I were being a contrarian here, I'd say, well, what about Cardi B on Love and Hip Hop? Well, she is a success story like no other. Right? She, Truly. She's like, yeah, she's not like a good proxy for success. But I, in general, if, especially if I were in Nashville and I had access to, you know, world-class talent, I would not assume Very Cavallari would be my first outlet, which tells me that his talent is maybe overstated on the show. For sure. He did win a songwriting contest. He did contest. win. I was just going to say, he won apparently a songwriting contest and got $5,000. And what did he want to buy with it last week? A uh, guitar. 
Oh, he wanted to buy He doesn't a have a car. But right. Would it, if you did not have a car and lived in a city without public transit, right? Like major public transit, like in New York or Chicago, DC, right? Would you not put that money toward, even if it was an old crappy car, put it towards some sort of transportation? Yes, of course. I don't understand what he's doing. That's that's the behavior of somebody whose parents still bankroll them a bit. Yeah. Or Shannon really just like chauffeurs him around. He doesn't care. Yeah. It's it's. It's very strange because I feel like in general, I don't know, or like, I know this is maybe weird. I know everyone has their preferences. I've been dating Greg for eight years. I've driven him twice. I it's so crazy. Which I know is a little bit weird, but like <laughs> if I don't love to drive and he just like wants to drive and I like, that is a gender construct that I really enjoy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, being like right. taken yeah. somewhere. Um, and it's, it would, I guess, just be a personal turnoff for me if I was somebody's chauffeur, I guess, is my point, because, you know, I don't even like driving. So I'm the opposite of you. Up until recently, until I sold my car, when I moved mm-hmm. here, I drove nonstop. I enjoy That's driving. True. However, I would be very annoyed if mm-hmm. my significant other did not have a vehicle where he could mm-hmm. transport himself places when needed. I get that there's Uber, Lyft, Via, whatever. Right. But I just, anyways, I know we can stop talking about this. I'm just dumbfounded at the fact that he doesn't have a car. And should I get the chance to ask him tonight, I am going to check on on status. Well, I'm actually glad you brought it up because when I noticed there was a Q&A, I thought, oh my God, I don't have a single question. I got one. <laughs> I have nothing to say. It's because this is not, I don't even, where, where are we going? I honestly, at this point, don't know if we'll make it. Um, and this pregame yeah, could just be. Honestly, this pregame would be better if we didn't make it to the game because I'll. I think it's every, like your high or college uh, football history. Exactly. You pregame. Remember, I came to visit you at Tech once, and um, you walked me to the game. But did you go in for maybe a quarter, and then decided you were going home to nap, and left me there at the game with your friends? I might have sold my ticket. Probably. You may not have even come in. Yeah. Yeah. So I just hung out, which was great. I loved it. I hung out with your friends, but your priority was napping yeah. instead of going to see a Virginia Tech football game that this was in like, what, 05, 06, like part of their prime. I mean, oh, they all were, of these people are, I'm sure, just like, oh my God, 05, 06, Virginia Tech football? <laughs> How could she? I forgot my audience. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you know, like. No, you're right. And that, um, to, to the best pre-games are pre-games where you never get to the game. That's how you know it was successful. I wholeheartedly <laughs> disagree with that statement. <laughs> Moving on. Um, no, but I, I, I think that in that instance, I, you know, would walk to the games and there'd be these like diehard football fans and there'd be scalpers and there was all these people that wanted to go to the games. And I like had a default student pass. But, yeah. but why should I go? for a minimal fee when I'm going to leave early and instead of sell it to somebody at a premium rate, then I can go buy snacks. Uh, you do love snacks. I do. And you love napping. <laughs> exactly. And I'm pretty sure that's what you went and did. It was like my perfect day. But the, you went home and napped. The part my, I regret my, is my, I my left you. Is, I left you. I, your yeah. sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. was visiting from out of town. Right, 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 right. And <laughs> your priority was still snacking and napping. Right. And I get it. But, you know. That's like so I mean, something Shannon would do to Reagan. Oh, my gosh. It totally is. Is that, is that who we should call ourselves tonight? Um, well, here's my thing with Reagan. 
Um, I read a blind item, and oh. guys, this is just for Patreon only. No, I'm not here. Don't, to I know what you're going to say. Don't. I don't think it's true. I do not think it's true. There's no way. Okay. Then I won't say it. Talk about suspense. I mean, you can find it. Actually, my husband sent it to me because now he wants to be like a super sleuth. Um, that you know, there may may have been some you know canoodling with Jay and Reagan when Kristen's out of town. It's mm-hmm. an easy narrative. Easy narrative. That was percent didn't happen. You know why? Jay, Jay isn't charming. Yeah. And Kristen is a queen. And they have three children. And I really, and they live 45 minutes outside of town. And I just don't see any world in which that happens. I feel like they were, there was some misinformation being tipped off, perhaps. Probably. Um, but, well, this is actually another question I have for you. As a person who knows people that hunt, because I do not. Mm-hmm. Why does Jay watch deer cams? No, it's a, okay. I actually, I know people that will do that, but for short periods of time. I am unclear as to why he feels the need. It seems, at least they portray him. Yeah. In a way that shows him watching deer cams for hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes there's no activity. Now, when you go like deer hunting, you can sit up in a blind for hours and there's no activity, but you're live doing it versus it. watching it. I'm trying to think of how that could relate to, to like, something does it you help you do. decide where you go? Because there's like a high concentration. I honestly don't, don't know. know. Okay. I really don't. I wasn't sure. I don't like to critic, like criticize anybody else's hobbies. It's, it's an interesting hobby, but it does seem, well, okay. I think I'm, I think they have a really good banter and chemistry. And I think that his type of persona needs a Kristen who's so like irrevocably confident. Yeah. Right. Nothing he does is ever going to affect how she feels for sure. And I've enjoyed watching their sweeter moments. And however, I'm with her and that if I were Kristen and he didn't have a hobby Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's not doing football anymore, and he's just like all up in her grill or just oh, like around completely. the house. Like, I really think everybody needs a hobby. And I guess deer cams are his, but I guess my question was, is that like a sustainable long-term no. hobby you do all day, every day? I'm I'm gonna say hard no on that. Okay. I So he feel buys like houses. I, I he what? He buys houses. Yeah. So maybe that's what his his new hobbies. He needs to find an actual hobby or some sort of career. However, I can see where if you've worked that long and hard it's something and you just kind of need a break i do i totally get that and mentally maybe he's struggling with the fact that he's no longer playing football but watching a a video of of a or watching a deer cam i just don't see how that could be uh i don't know the word i'm looking for fulfilling thank you yeah fulfilling for him especially in the long run and i just know from experience in like dating people that don't really have hobbies or kind of just are a little lackluster in right. their uh, their motivation for work, that it is, as a as a partner, it is extremely annoying. Oh, like totally. Like, you want your your partner to, to always be working towards something. Right. Unclear what he's working towards. Unclear. You, as you said that, I thought to myself, I bet when Greg watches me watch Housewives, it is the equivalent <laughs> of Jay watching Deer Camps. Like, why are you watching these, like, brain-dead people wander around and, like, wreak havoc in their natural habitat and, like, add no value to the world? I disagree. 
But like, and he'll, he'll eat, and like, he pretends that he doesn't watch. But then he'll also be like cooking dinner in the background. And he's like, oh, David left Shannon. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, you know the drill and he likes it. But, or like my dad, who's again, probably listening. He probably sees us caring about the Kardashians as an equivalent level of vapid. Oh, for sure. And at this point, as he's listening, he's probably texting us now to say, don't watch that. Yeah, exactly. So this, so like, however long this is, 20 minutes or whatever into airing this, um, he's going to be texting us, so. Uh, Actually, yeah, that was pretty accurate. It's 19 minutes. Um, Great. to, To wrap up that piece, I think that we, fulfilling isn't always the goal. Mindless is often the goal. That's true. And I can see Dear Cam's being mindless, and now I am back on Team J. Oh, well, look, you got yourself <laughs> through it. Because apparently, while she's running Uncommon Jams, <laughs> she has to w- watch the kids, and he has to do all, a lot of the heavy lifting, as men should. He, well, he just doesn't appear to be. But, again, I'm giving him we a break. We don't know, because we can't just, see them. Exactly. And I'm giving him a break because he just finished playing for however many years. So he probably is just taking some time. I am sure he will find something. They also have so much money. That there's not necessarily a a pull right away for him to try and like, yes. make more. And I saw a preview for tonight's episode. We'll see if it's true. Where they're talking about money. Did you see that? No. And she laughs and says, or or she, they're in some sort of conversation, and he laughs and says, um, "Well, how come you feel like you as the you know the woman get to have your own fun, but any money I bring in is our money." Which is mm. kind of funny, you know? Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think a lot of couples um, that's more common these days is you have, like, your own discretionary fund. Right. I agree. What he was saying, though, is that she has a fund, but he doesn't. It's just whatever he brings in is also hers. Right. That's, I think that's maybe the difference. I think a lot of couples do an hour account, like a home and bills yeah. account, and then have their own spending money. Right. But he was just laughing. Like, they were laughing. About it. I gotta That's get all. one of those. Yeah. Uh, Greg and I got married like a year ago, and it takes time to like divide and conquer. It does. But it also takes time to be like, I don't want you all up in my business. It's true. I and think I mean, it's like, I, I'm I, gonna go out on a limb and say, given that, can I state your age? Yeah. That you'll be 31 in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yay. Um, that it is possibly time for your own cell phone bill, but I don't wanna like <laughs> put that on you. Um, because I mean, not to compare, but like I've been on my own cell phone bill since I was, I think, 21, like in college was on my own cell phone bill. And I believe you on occasion Venmo dad some money for your bill. But I'm going to get congratulations for your Girl Scout patch of (laughs) independence. I just just like to be. Um, But you know what a patch doesn't get you is thousands of dollars in cell phone bills that my sweet father has paid of mine. Well, I journey into being an entrepreneur, a self-made thousandaire. (laughs) <laughs> every father's dream is for their daughter to get into the flooring biz and just every father's dream. <laughs> no. And, and honestly, it's a little embarrassing for Greg too, um, that I am on my father's cell phone plan. And I will say I did it. I reluctantly admitted that on Instagram once, and I've never had more messages of people my age being like, Agreed. thank God somebody else is because That's at fine. a point it's easier and it's a nominal fee on their bill. And a f- an individual bill is way bigger and two people is even bit. It's like, so should you get on mine so I can save some money? I mean, it's an, it's an idea. We'll we'll take that offline. Yeah. We'll take that offline. (laughs) Um, but my last comment on the money thing is that 
you know, I, I'm not a sports aficionado, but I, ha- I do enjoy the, es- the ESPN 30 for 30 documentary series. And one of my favorite ones is about um, athletes and their money mm-hmm. and how like it's, it, it's an alarming stat that, you know, at, within two years of leaving a mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. they blow through 80% of their net worth. It's, uh, yeah. So, and this is why, as people say, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. <laughs> it's because you cannot say they have so much money. Why is Kylie talking a teamy fit tea? A, because she gets a million dollars. B, because you, when you earn money, you accustom your lifestyle yes. to money. Yes. And that means your income has to be consistent. Yes. When that revenue stream depletes, you go broke. Yeah. My concern for Jay Cutler Yes, they live in a second, and they don't live in a major metropolitan. They live in a secondary market. They have a you know multi million dollar house, but it's you know mm-hmm. I'm sure they live like within their means. But he, if well, I guess you can tell me, can he go back to football? Is he done? 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 Uh, I mean, he could. I'm gonna say he's he's done. Though. In your 30s, like if you were to, like quote unquote retire, you're like unless you're Tim Tebow and start playing baseball. Oh, right. right, But right. yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't see him. He could have a year where he just realizes that, you know, his dream is to keep playing and he hits the gym hard and maybe gets like back in shape and goes for it. But I don't see, I mean, teams weren't necessary. You, you know, all the memes. Oh yeah. I mean, like, I know I the memes. I've watched Cry high... Beerman really work through this. <laughs> he's never played. Like, you know who Croy Bierman is? I, I don't watch the show, but yes, I know who he is. He's a, well, you probably know him from football, right? Or is, Greg says he's like so not an important player. Right, I don't know him from okay. football. I what about actually Eric only, Decker? Oh, yeah. Well, and I know that he has a show too. So maybe that's why I know him. Eric Decker got, he just got picked up by a team. I only oh, know that because like of E! News, of I think. Course. I was relieved for Jesse and her family. Phew. I mean, what um, have you done? Yeah, talk about a mediocre country music. <laughs> right? Like, I really like her, but, like, she doesn't put her all in the country, so I feel okay saying that she's not I've never a, a wild commercial seen. success. Uh, she can sell out a, uh, like, a movie theater. Like, she, she has, like, a mm. solid, like, I couldn't do that. She has, like, a solid yeah. niche following, okay. but she's not on the charts. Yeah. She's not Casey Oops. Musgraves or whatever yeah. you kids listen to. Oh. Who's texting you? Look at my apps. Oh, Kelly is going crazy. She has some um, intrigued parties on Bumble Ooh. and Hinge. <laughs> um, Highlight of my Sunday. Um, so as we talked about earlier, last question, maybe. Well, okay. One of my questions that I had written down was, do you think their net worth is at risk? And it's all on Kristen's shoulders because the way she treats Uncommon James is as if money is not an infinite resource. And that's why I was wondering the 30 for 30, the depletion, like how, what, how do you make money other than investing your existing money after you quit football and you have no other transferable skills besides doing sports announcing, which we all know he does not have the charisma for that is yeah. safe for the Jesse Palmers, the Jordan Rogers of the world. For sure safe for them. Don't you love how I can talk sports exclusively because <laughs> exclusively of reality? Because of me. And I, I'm not even going to like, Correct I mean, me. I guess I should, no, I, I was going to say, I guess I should compliment you for knowing what you do know. Thank but you. I, you're right. He cannot, he could never do anything like no that. Charisma. I think actually tonight's conversation that I saw the preview for may play into that question, mm-hmm. which will be interesting. I will say I'm happy to see her be so passionate about this mm-hmm. with 
three young kids and the fact that she's going, most people are going, moving away from brick and mortar in all e-commerce and she's doing the opposite. So it makes me feel like she really has true passion for what she's doing and really wants to see this succeed. It'll be interesting. Um, did I leave your wine fridge open again? Oh, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Two things, gang. If you watch the Real Housewives reunion this week of New York, you remember when Carol Radzieville, Radzieville, um, remember when Luann called her Radzieville? Um, Carol Radzieville, her um, text ringtone went off during the reunion, and Andy gave her a scathing look like, you know, I gave you this platform. You take it seriously. When Kelly's phone just went off twice, I did give her that look. She did. I'm really sorry. And I never have my ringer on. I don't know why. I'm trying to think. Oh, I, now I do. I had a delivery coming, so I turned it on. It's and okay, it, it's, Kelly. I mean, I need to know that I got a swipe on Bumble and Hinge. So, I agree. you know. When I was swiping for you, was that fruitful? Uh, No. <laughs> So last, I really thought was it last it was, weekend? Did we, did we even want to get into last, this? No, it was last Monday. Oh, last Monday, Kate took my phone and did all the swiping for me, which makes me nervous. Not that I know, I don't know, I mean, anyone in Chicago, but with my luck, it's, you know, someone I work mm-hmm. with or something. Mm-hmm. So she was doing all these right swipes, which is great, except that the couple people that I did match with, I messaged and didn't hear back. So, sorry. Well, that's the other weird thing is because I tried Bumble BFF. Yeah. How'd it go? I've been wanting to try The it. problem is, is that, is it the 24 hour thing? Yeah. And then it disappears. Right. Nobody gets on it. No. Every I'm day. Never, like I get the notifications, but if I get a notification at work, I forget about it by that night and the next day it's gone. And I think with dating apps, there's like a level of wear out where like you're, yes. it's just not like excited. It's like when you've been using it task. for years, yeah. it is, it's become a task and dating should be fun, not a task. I honestly think the prime time for those apps is like the Sunday lonelies. Yeah. And Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but girl, no, do you all, know how hard it is to try and start a new relationship during the holidays? Yes and no, but I honestly, I, I talked about this on Patreon with my journals. Christmas is the time you feel homesick when you're already home. You, you, you go home and you realize you want more out of this life and you want love. And I think, and all of my friends have said they will get more texts from randos that they've dated throughout the year with. at Christmas time than any other time. So part of me thinks, you know, you got to catch the cab when their lights on. <laughs> That's a good comparison. Can I give good dating advice? You, do, you give the best dating <laughs> advice. Um, I understand what you're saying. I also feel like, do you really want to go out with someone who is possibly lonely just for the holidays? And then the second spring rolls around, they're right back at life, you know? Cause I get that everybody, what are they, what's that phrase when you, um, in the winter cuffing, cuffing. We learned that on Friday from Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Yes. Hey girl. <laughs> um, when everyone does that. Right. Yeah. But I've, mm-hmm. I've heard of that concept for a while. I don't know. I'm not that you can't, but I just think, no, I, I feel torn because, like, y- you know, you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you get what you, you need. get what you need. <laughs> and I really believe this because I think that, like, even we project uh, people's patterns of behavior. Um, but if you catch them when their light's on and you're the right thing. No, that's true. It'll stick around. And I Luckily, just, I have baking. And I just mean, like, that, that light sometimes, I think, it's just like you're in. And sometimes people are, like, so closed off for no good reason. 
But and when I say light, I mean they're just like accessible on Bumble. Yeah, Not that like it's anything personality-wise. I just think that if I if I had been doing this for several, like when Bumble first came out, Tinder first came out, my friends would come over. Greg and I would oh. put it on the Apple TV. Right, like put it we on would Apple live TV. Swipe. Yes. We would yes. judge everyone. We yes. talk about everything. It was so much fun. But the fatigue, yes. everybody must be feeling. It must be enormous, and you can't possibly exhaust that energy daily. So when people don't respond. I, my assumption would be they're not on it. Right. I don't, I don't, t- I, it's funny. I used to take it personally. I don't, I think people just aren't on. Yeah. But what it has me wondering is what's going to be the next thing, right? Because this is, this is kind of, I feel like it's worn, mm-hmm. it's worn out, it's done. And that's why I keep saying kind of jokingly, but also kind of serious, like, Hey, I wonder what it'd be like to go speed dating. Mm-hmm. I wonder what we were talking about the other night with like grouper. Like yeah. <laughs> if that's a real thing, like, is there something is there a fun way to date where it's not so exhaustive? Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe the secret is going to a very cavalier viewing party because I'm sure yeah. there are going to be so, so many eligible many <laughs> dudes there that are just waiting to meet. Actually, that is a smart place to go if you're wanting to meet girls. I tell Greg's friend, single friends this all the time. Truly, you've got to do stuff like this. I'm go like, with a girlfriend. I, yes. Be her friend and then and be like i have no idea what any of this exactly. is exactly oh my gosh yeah. um so there's maybe a bar there's in chicago Renali is on mondays they watch the bachelor bachelorette and in greg's softball team often convenes there because they do monday softball and it's just it's like a great group of girls that all have outstanding taste in television and i'm like <laughs> that's exactly I could, how could I you ask for that. a better sample size right. of the single but population truly. So something to think about. It really is. Next business idea, be thinking on how you can continue to modernize dating so it is not so exhausting. I would really, I actually think speed dating sounds so interesting, mostly because they did that on Real Housewives this year. And it was so funny because hearing, being like a fly on the wall to how if you have 120 seconds, how you explain yourself and what is your elevator Engaging yet humble, yet interesting, yet leave them wanting more. Yes is an art and a science that I will never achieve. Speaking of, I'm going to need you to come up with my 122nd like okay. elevator pitch because I am determined to do speed dating since I'm in Chicago. Have you found an event? Yeah, there are actually lots of events. I'm a little sketched out by some of the places. Yeah, you'll have to run those by me. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I found I this can awesome tell event. you based on the vendor. And thank goodness it was sold out because I feel like it had the potential to be a disaster. However, on the flip side, I think it has the potential to be a fun girls' night. Oh, totally. So, September, here I come. Let's do it. Um, I also, now that you bring it up, I should tell you, I did make a reservation the day before my birthday at a private karaoke room. If it was just the two of us, (laughs) (laughs) we would get to control the playlist. That would be weird. But how much fun would it be for the two of us to sing karaoke for each other? You know... That's what's the tricky part is because my friend, uh, we did an impromptu private karaoke room the Friday of my friend Jenna's bachelorette. And we had the best time because it was like every girl singing like their truth, their like best song and like no judgment, no long line, no pressure to pick the perfect song. And it was like, you know, probably eight of us. And then the night we had something like really planned, we were like, God, that was way more fun just like singing our hearts out to dumb songs. And I had such a positive experience. I've been wanting to do it ever since, but I do think I need a more critical mass. It's the only problem. Um, I feel and like I don't want it to be Greg. No. 
I don't think like that's his jam. I mean, he hears me saying karaoke all the time. I don't. I registered for a karaoke machine that I ultimately had to return. I was uh, going to say that's actually what I forgot you returned it because I was going to say, couldn't you just pull out your karaoke machine and do this with me right now for free? No, because what happened is is that it. I didn't know it only took CDs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just picked up like most low budget version of one oh for our registry because I was trying to be oh, chill. Right. At the time, Greg thought I was registering for niche unnecessary items. Like I don't a, know why he thought it was that. like a margarita machine. A carry, it that was, was everything. It was all like um, theme party machines, kind of. Which is I don't like theme parties, but I like conversation pieces. Yeah. Margarita machine is one. So, so well, I'm gonna just throw this out there mm-hmm. that I'm down to go to karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it needs if I'm singing my heart out to something yeah. like Grundy County Auction. Yeah. Or any Shania Twain song, or let's face it, Kelly Clarkson, it's where we always end up. Yeah. If I'm going to take the time and energy to do that, and you're my only audience, and you're like, let's say you're on your phone, I need a reaction. You're I need to know okay. that I am doing an amazing job okay. at singing horribly. Okay. So if we could at least up that number to like six. Okay. Okay. I mean, ideally 10. But that's that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of gals to get together. It's hard to like figure out music taste. I mean, I. So my question is, do we do it next weekend when I have a friend in town? You have a friend in town, or is Uh, that my friend does not like karaoke? She already. Who does? Okay, now I shout this out. Blaster. Um, but like she doesn't like singing it or watching it or both. Singing, but we can check on that. Plus, we're going to Luke Bryan concert Saturday. I forgot. I forgot. I did go to that last year. If you'll be the Luke Bryan concert, look out for Kelly. Look out for me. I'll be there. Um, that brings me back to that, that song contest that What's-His-Face won, Gurney, Shannon's boyfriend. I did look it up on the internet, and I am going to be entering. Um, you should. I sent you something else to enter recently, too. Uh, oh, I did enter it. <gasps> you did? Oh, um, 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 The Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity, yes. Okay. So, I, okay, Cards Against Humanity had a contest. Or like, they were hiring for contractors like, to write con- cards. Yeah, which is a cool For $40 concept. an hour. I, so you have to write five white cards and ten black cards. I brainstormed last Sunday. I come up with some pretty good stuff, I think. Um, like, okay, you know the black cards? Wait, is the white? One of the cards are the ones with the blanks. Like the blanks, and one's the set of... I think like, the whites are the blanks, and the blacks are the potential answers. Reverse. Or reverse. That's so bad. I don't know why I can't think of it. Blacks are blanks and whites are like nouns, pronouns, people, places, things, like whatever. Um, And I come up with them. I'm like jazzed about them. I go on the website. All it asks for is your first and last name and email. That's not a job application. That's getting oh, people's no. ideas and using them. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I still I, entered it. Oh, good. Here's the thing is I screenshotted everything. I know oh, it's smart. It, and if, if, if they ever come up in a, a deck, I will know they are mine and I will cause a scene. Um, <laughs> just like you did a chopping block this week? Yes, just like I did a chopping block. We went to a cooking class. If you live in Chicago, it's called Chopping Block. They used to, it's, it's advertised as BYOB. It's a good class. But... We got there and we were like there to kind of like have a good time and cheer up a friend and like whatever. And we get there and they tell us the corkage fee is $15 a bottle. And the wine we brought was like, like under 12, seven, eight, I maybe mean, 10. And they know what they're doing. They're duping you into buying their wine because their cheapest bottle yeah. is fifteen fifty. Right. And it just made it me mad. Sense. It was a trick. And they advertised it as BYOB. And I sent them a DM. That was like, it wasn't rude. It was just like. 
listen, this is like, what will, it was more about our corn being moldy. You did. I had to chop off. the moldy. Yeah. I was, and like, I was just frustrated with the whole process because like, I think you really need to state that every, okay. Hot tip. If you live in a state where you can bring mm-hmm. anywhere, every restaurant has a corkage fee because if you have a special occasion bottle of wine, you're allowed to bring it. Mm-hmm. You can go to the nicest steak restaurant mm-hmm. and they will probably say it's $45, whatever. But like for a high end client, it doesn't matter. You corkage fees like are kind of ubiquitous. BYOB is like the exciting rare thing. This class costs $95. Right. And we couldn't eat half the and stuff we and because we, of allergies. Yeah, we had allergies. It was, it was a real, it was a real trip. It was, but it was a really cute, fun, like German bar we went to after. Yeah. That was fun. I had fun. It was up in Lincoln Square, which is like a cute neighborhood. I really liked it. Um, But I'm still, uh, jury's still out on if they're going to (laughs) make, it's funny. Like sometimes I feel like I really do have positive diatribe with companies that I feel like really aren't operating optimally. And in this case, this cooking class, I told one of the guys that work there and he was like, you have no idea. Everybody's been saying this. And I'm like, you know yeah. what? Like, I just want that. Like, you're a small local business. Mm-hmm. You, you have two options: lower that fee or advertise it insanely. That's what I said. If you if you lowered it to even seventy five dollars, and then you were very blunt about the fact right. that there's a fifteen dollar mortgage fee, I don't. You know it. Okay, fine, no problem. But mm-hmm. the fact that it was ninety five dollars mm-hmm. plus the fee that was not promoted. I don't know. I just we can move on. Oh, I'm with you. Well, we're gonna, we're we, gonna have, leave we need to leave for our party if we're actually going to make it. Um, we'll make it, girl. Okay. It's just 105 degrees out. And it's so hot out. I, um, who are you most excited to see out of anybody? Ooh. That's a question I should know the answer to. You know who I hope is there? Worth. I am so... <laughs> with, an, with an I? Because I am very intrigued by why in the world... Is he on the show? Like, why? I, okay, I get why he's on the show because he has a, a bunch of houses in a private plane. Why is he working for Uncommon James? He's not working for Uncommon James. Like, why would he agree to be portrayed to be working by Uncommon James? That I am I, struggling with that. Um, I actually think he's a good-looking guy. I don't typically like guys with long hair, but I think he's like a really good-looking guy. And oh, is he? He seems nice. I'm sure he's like 10 years younger. Well, uh, uh, one of you guys, I think on Patreon or in the Facebook group said, the thing I related the most to was like Kristen and um, what's her friend's name that dates the Canadian with the gummy Kelly. smile? Kelly. <laughs> um, she, they, they, that seemed like a sincere plot line. Like they really overdressed for this housewarming party. Yes, yes. And I do. Life story. Yes. And Kelly can attest to. Ugh both Friday and Saturday morning. I don't get out much. I put on the boldest red lip I can find. I am, I am lining. I am mattifying. I, I, it Truly. Is, it is very it is aggressive red lip. But it's because when I leave, I'm going to go all out. And I love clothes and I love makeup. And, like, Greg takes me to, like, a casual work function anywhere bordering November to March. I'm in a full vamp dark plum. And he's like, pump the brakes. You know, you're not Khloe Kardashian. like. You're not Elvira. And I, I just want to like rock a trend. So they came in these like really fancy outfits. Everyone else was casual. They were playing flip cup. Yeah. You don't play flip cup in a silk blouse. True. But usually in life, you're not presented with a case where you're wearing an expensive enough blouse and or with a crowd that is playing flip cup. 
True. And I, I, I thought that that was like a charming scene, um, but it led me to believe Worth was under 25. For sure. Right. If he's host. Well, with that said. Yeah. For the combination. So May 5th this year, obviously, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Also the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. I went to a Cinco de Derby party. Mm-hmm. Half the group showed up in like jeans and a tank top. Mm-hmm. Half the group, myself included dressed to the nines with a fascinator, ready to watch the Derby. Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, we were playing flip cup mm-hmm. and beer pong mm-hmm. and several other drinking games. Mid thirties to mid forties was the age range. Mm-hmm. So it's possible mm-hmm. that he was just trying to have a good time. Well, I think that there's two schools of thought. It's like the party starts there to get people drunk or the party ends up there as a pastime. Ah. Because, I, I, yeah, I feel like for kicks, if people, like, go to town, we'll be like, let's play Kings. Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, remember the days? Oh, drinking out of that picture is the worst. Yeah, and it's, like, funny because it's nostalgic. It is. It's very nostalgic. And for the record, this table we're sitting at is an excellent candidate for flip cup. Mm-hmm. You know the key to flip and cup? You know the key to flip cup? Wet the table? Like, Cheating. You don't put that much liquid in the cup. I, I fake chug. Girl, of course you would. But I'm not going to drink garbage beer. I'm usually drinking wine. Um, I'm not either. I would always put a drink in there. Yeah, but then, like, that's dangerous for you. Well, it was fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, I think Worth's party started as a frat party. I am, to- I am so on board ending as a frat party. I cannot start at a frat I, party. I hear you. Yes. She you was, I'm pretty You're sure right. Kristen was wearing a turtleneck. And our single derby party ended as yeah. a frat party. It yeah. started very nice. Yeah. And I'm with you. I'm with you with derby attire. I love derby attire because it's very, it's British wedding attire. Yeah. I need to find a friend that has functions where it is normal to wear a hat. Not a fashion hat, a special occasion hat. Those are different right. things. Not a baker's cap, top hat, a, a, a beret. I, I, I don't yes. need any of your right. like top shop nonsense. I want Kate Middleton's like dress coat, proper Philip Tracy fascinator where i look fierce as hell and my hair is deeply parted to the side deep <laughs> deep parted um so should that be our next mission is to find someone to host something like that i, I mean, do have a good friend who who is on this patreon who is dating a british guy and i don't want to put pressure on you and i won't name you but you are my only hope so if you're listening and you're dating a british guy <laughs> she just whispered the name and i know you too um yeah host maybe us. you could have like a, a wedding in london they, yeah, I, I, I've not spent enough time in the UK, but you know, I love Meghan Markle and Kate and the whole gang. I'm sure. It's just going to, yeah, it's just like that. Totally. Um, this is like, so not important, but, um, I was reading something the other day and about how Tom Hardy was at the Royal wedding. And I literally never saw a singular mention of Tom Hardy at the Royal wedding. Do you know I who that he is? Was there. Yeah. Oh, see, I thought he was like a major overlooked star. He's like kind of under the radar, but like he's he's like Mad Max and like he's like a big action star now. No, oh, is he not? Am I thinking of a different Tom Hardy? Who are you thinking of? I don't want to embarrass myself. I'll cut it out if you do. I thought it was the, the skateboarder. Oh, Ed the, Hardy. Or thinking of Ed Hardy. That's so embarrassing, and I'm not going to cut that out because <laughs> it's amazing. No, Ed oh, Hardy gosh. likes to make shirts that have hearts. With swords Wait. through them, surrounded by a ball of flames. I'm the worst. Um, I really thought he, like, there was a designer there, though. It, <laughs> that was named Tom I have Hardy. never, I, I, I could never bet my life on something more than Ed Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that bad? 
being a... Do you know what Ed Hardy is? Yes, because I used to... Yeah, yeah. Do I you, know guys that would wear his stuff. Yes, it is yes. a guy in a bedazzled true religion yes. jean yes. that boot cuffs over a really unattractive, also bedazzled boot with an Ed Hardy shirt with a heart so with flames. Full disclosure. And full sleeve tattoos and a trucker hat. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> really thought he was at the world. I wedding. need to breathe into a bag. Well, you, oh, I was you gonna offer them? you. I was gonna offer you to finish the wine, but I already did. Sorry. Oh, girl, we're, we're um, working between a riesling and a sauv blanc. It is a Sunday, and Kelly does have to work tomorrow. I do you too, but to I have work. a different work. So, <laughs> anyways, we're gonna leave you. I hope this was, um, you know, I know this wasn't a valuable use of no, your time, but I hope it was as entertaining as Jay Cutler's deer cams, <laughs> which is not a lot. So, do you know what your outro is gonna be? You know. I was thinking about that. Maybe we'll get inspiration tonight. Maybe it'll be a Gurney original. No, I was thinking that like the scene where Elsie was mysteriously moving to San Francisco in her BMW with all those suitcases in her oversized Chanel glasses and her slight bang hanging from her forehead with the high pony that was spiked out because she had straightener damage. (laughs) I think. You haven't thought about that at all. No, well, I can picture it so vividly. And, um... When She Will Be Loved played, it was iconic. It really was. And Maroon 5 sucks now, and I get, like, girls like you, yeah, like Cardi B and Gal Gadot and Camila Cabello. Like, I get all those girls on this video, and Ellen DeGeneres. Like, I love Maroon 5. I love Bahati Prinzu. I did, could not give two shits about Adam Levine. Like, go Levine. go have tr- so contrived hard. banter with Blake Shelton and get oh out gosh, of my life. Oh, my gosh, it's, like, my favorite. Yeah, but it's, it's old. We get it. You guys, I actually think they're fighting because they don't seem to get along. But it, it, it had an expiration date. But it was funny in the beginning. I didn't ever watch it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> um, judging without. Uh, long story short, I'm going to make that my outro. Okay. And um, th- I, I really want to thank you for this pregame show. It's like not everybody is willing to go in the trenches and <laughs> report like we are. And like, I know this is all controversial and like. So controversial yeah. and also so enlightening. Yeah. A lot of really new and great points made yeah. tonight. So uh, thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. And, and also thanks for, you know, just letting me come over and hang out with Tugwood on National Dog Day. Oh. For helping me out with work. National you know, Dog Day. Just what a great day. You're so welcome, Kel. Just picture. Let you know your thoughts and you'll let them know their yours no but i don't do that on patreon i feel like oh, that's crap. like my Sorry. sign off for um Sorry. the regular one all right guys we gotta cut it off we gotta go happy sunday love you forever bye